You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey everyone, welcome to the season one finale. I'm gonna get to the announcements first so I don't interrupt you in the middle of the action, so I'll be really quick. Let's get going. First on my list is to plug the wonderful Will Savino who provided the score for today's episode. He's a super talented artist and a musician and you can find his Patreon at patreon.com slash musicd20 and I highly recommend becoming a patron of his. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser so we can be seen and heard by more people like you. Part two of this finale will be coming out on June 3rd, then we'll be moving into a transition stage with some fun one-shot episodes, and then we are on to season two, and thank you all so much, I will see you next time. Previously on Guildfellows. In the middle, you see a dazzling, completely spherical gem. It's white and sparkly. I, I have the sparkly orb in my hand. Does it feel magical? No, you don't feel anything magical. Do, do I feel anything from it? No. Sure, I'll take, I'll take a crack at it. I'll hold it. <laughs> uh, you don't feel anything either. Danny, hold this. He holds it and it starts glowing blue. We, we all go into Andy's office and you guys sit. So as soon as she sees this orb, she gets a grim look on her face. I have reason to believe that this is a very powerful item. Oh, uh, you can have it. You can have it. And they're all crowded around Andy, who is in the middle, and she's freaking out. Someone broke in. Andy is holding something in her hands. Dartle, you see that it is like an emblem. She immediately starts hitting you with questions. She says, did you tell anyone? Did anyone see you? They did not find it, but somehow they know that it's here. What, what's gonna keep them from coming again? The artifact that you found in that vault is called Tarbolti. It is a very powerful, very ancient orb that in the wrong hands can be used and manipulated to wreak havoc on our very plane of existence. And with the correct connections, it can individually bend and control all four earthly elements on a whim at a major scale. And she pulls something out of her pocket and she holds out an oval emblem with jagged shapes in the middle, forming a very distinct kind of weird, scary looking symbol. I have Tarbolti in a secure location at the moment, but I'm not very confident in its safety. I will not give up. You see that your protective measures didn't really work. The orb is nowhere to be found. The guild emblems, they start to glow intensely. And now you have a choice to make.
Adventurers, you have a choice to make. Do you follow your attackers? Or do you drop everything to go help on the home front, as you were instructed? Oh, this is such a tough choice. Well, hmm. Dartle's got a wisdom of, like, negative two, so let's not talk to me about this one. You know, I think we're going to be pretty across the board in that in the party so i don't think now is really the best time to start making wise choices are we wait um, are we are we a low wisdom wait, what's, character what's your wisdom score my wisdom score don't worry about it it's super high because i'm a cleric <laughs> are we, i definitely played this whole campaign with the low wisdom scores um no, I've, I've how is this a top. matter of wisdom i'm juilliard is very convinced that we should go after nori <sighs> you know Julian we says we should go. This would be good to talk about in character. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. is me in character. Let's, let's do the pros and cons. Let's figure out the pros and cons. Um, Nori's in danger, so that's saving him is a pro. Um, the rest of the guild is in danger, so saving them is a pro. And then the con is if we go after the guild, we might not be able to save Nori. And then the con is, if we go to save Nori, like, maybe the world is ending or something and we can't go to the guild. Um, so it's, does anyone else want to contribute to this? Do you think that Juilliard just starts Nori... following the footsteps? He's, he's going. Okay, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Do we think that Nori could take care of himself, guys? No, I mean, those no, people beat the crap out just, of us. Yeah. There's no okay. way he's going to be able I was to win just, a fight. We beat the crap out of them, too. Maybe we bloodied them and that, you know, whatever, let's go after the kid. Yeah, they also have the orb. I, I say we go after them, we get the orb, and then we go right back to the guild. And then we can just be like, oh, I didn't I didn't know if if it goes bad, you know? Yeah, I'm, we could I'm tired ask for of just going places because the guild tells us to. I want to go save that's that boy. True. He matters far okay, too much to, be to me. Okay, to be fair, that's like literally the whole job. <laughs> I mean, it is, you know? but, you know, like, when have we ever actually been assigned to a place and it was, like, I don't know, a good time? Or like benefit. No, we signed us. up to be adventurers. We have to do the things other people won't but do. But this keep is safe. the adventure. We have found a kid that looks up to us, that we care about, who has helped us and has saved our lives, and we've saved his. And so what? We're just supposed to go back to the guild because oh, guildmaster said so. Like this is our quest. What are we Julia, supposed to do if not been... save people that are like need saving? They can we've also been defend you themselves. This whole time. We're all walking toward Nori. True. That's very true. They also, I mean, the guild also has Clumpton, who... Well, and the guild doesn't know that Nori was kidnapped. They don't realize they're taking it away from him. They probably just think, like, oh, you know, maybe, oh, maybe they did something with the orb since we've been snoozing, you know? Right, right. And that's probably... We need, like, a automatic <laughs> reply message. <laughs> yeah. So we should set that up. Yeah, so we're working our way towards Nori, if that wasn't clear. Uh, <laughs> with, the, with the very full moon at dawn style level of yeah. progression. <laughs> okay, so that's the choice you're making? You're following your footsteps, the footsteps of your yeah. attackers? I just see the little butterfly at the corner that says this action will have consequences. <laughs> a little asterisk. I'm seeing the Juilliard will remember that. <laughs> wow, life really is strange when you think about it. Yeah, it sure is. You sometimes have choices to make, you know? They can't yeah. always be chosen for you. Um, we can either save one person or save the world. Fine. <laughs> uh, what is the world okay. like for us? Wow. 
all right, truth bomb right there. We are um, just breaking out the angst early in the morning for Julia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Julia, what happened to you over angst. these years? What happened to me? I'm upset that our friend just got kidnapped. How are you guys not more down about this? Oh, look at him being upset. all angsty. His friend might be dead. Like, come on. I just think that maybe focusing on the negative isn't what we need in this situation. I've lived for 490 years. No, Nothing you surprises haven't. me. Okay, you know what? <laughs> You've lived like for like I 20 have. years. It's not the point. <laughs> I'm 490 years old. I've I've seen a lot in my time. That's not how that works. <laughs> absolutely, okay, you know what? We're not getting into this. It's, this is what they want. They want us to fight. Let's go find the kid. All right. Um. So you have made your decision. You're going to follow the footsteps of your attackers. And uh, you know that you don't really have much hope of catching up to them as they have almost a whole day's traveling ahead of you. But with that in mind, you trudge ahead anyway, hoping to find where they are headed. And as the day goes on, you follow these footsteps for almost an entire 24 hours. You walk all through the night and all through the next day. You walk through forests, by small villages, by swamps. And finally, these footsteps take you into a deep canyon. There are skies that are cloudy overhead, and it's eerily dark for mid-evening. You walk through this canyon, and it leads you into the base of a small mountain peak. The, the mountain peak is built into the side of the canyon, so it extends up over the land above. And at the top, the peak glows bright with red magma. And around you... Uh, you see that there is a small entrance in front of you. The, the, but the sides of this canyon slope enough in some places that you could walk around the entire thing if you wanted to. So you are here in front of this canyon. You see an entrance in front of you. And you have a chance to look around if you want to. Yeah, Dada, would you like be able to around. find Familiar and fly around the mountain to see if there's any guards or anything else that we should know about around here? That is a fantastic idea. Um, guys, should I... Yeah, we're going to do Marty McFly again. Um, all right, okay, so okay. I'm going to The brand is everything. <laughs> 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 yep, so uh, do I find them, Hannah? So uh, Marty McFly, in, uh, in your mind as you see him flying around this mountain peak, you look around and you see that there is a separate entrance in the front of the mountain peak, and it looks like it's the front door to whatever this place is. Um, you see that the entrance is a little bit open, and it leads into a large foyer, but you can't really see past that. All right. Um, I'm going to come back. And I'm going to relay all that information to my party members. Um, is anyone else, is anyone formulating a plan of attack right now? We have that extra entrance. I can't see too far into there, though. Well, um, I feel like most certainly there is some sort of trap or defenses that we just can't see, especially if they're leaving their front door open. They also didn't really obscure their tracks too much. They just outpaced us which makes me think that they didn't waste time setting up traps because they knew they'd be able to defend themselves here if someone came after them. Yeah. I also think that maybe, like, going through the side door might be better than going through the front door because even if it's open, like, if we walk in and then they're there, then we're all there. 
Otherwise, if we go to the side door, maybe we can like sneak around, get some intel, maybe find Nori, find Travolti, get out. Could I uh, send Marty into the uh, into the side door to see if I can see anything, like through a crack uh, or something? Yeah, sure. All right. So he's gonna bzzz, uh, and he's gonna get right in there. Uh, what's 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 hitting them? Yeah, so this back entrance is also pretty open and accessible. Um, but what you see, um, it's it's a very small entrance, and all you see is um, a winding staircase that goes straight up. Can I go up the winding staircase for a bit? Uh, sure. Uh, it so you go up these small, this uh, very small staircase, and uh, you see it takes you up to a small room that has uh, another sort of hole that looks like it leads somewhere else. All right. Um, I'm, I'm, it keeps working. I'm going to keep gathering some intel if uh, everyone's okay with this, so I'm going to mm-hmm. push my luck so, and go in there. The, the thing with this room is that um, as you ascend the staircase, the temperature gets hotter and hotter and hotter, and going through this hole, your fly soon finds out that he is not able with his tiny little body he's not able to take the heat that that comes from this hole in the wall all right i'm gonna fly back down and perch him on my shoulder all righty <clears throat> all right guys it's really hot in there <laughs> is what i gathered um there's a staircase a spiral staircase going up uh, there's some rooms. For some reason, there's high heat escaping from a hole. Uh, that's the intel we got. As far as I can tell, there's nobody there thus far, for, at least for the entrance. So their base is built into an active volcano. Did the hole look natural, or did it look like it was like built into the wall purposefully? Uh, yeah, it's a, I'm going to relay that question to the DM. Uh, roll insight. All right. Insight. Uh oh, great! That's a three. Uh no, you can't. You can't tell. It just looks like rock. Uh, it just kind of looks like rock, you know. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes a gnome, even though he's a deep gnome, <laughs> can't tell the difference. <laughs> but, uh, when he rolls a but, three, no, he can't. Rocks, man. Rocks is rocks is, <laughs> is so wise of you. Very very smart. I guess it has um, been four hundred years since you've seen the inside of a mountain. So you know that is that is true. See, <laughs> no, what do you, what can you do? You know, I wouldn't know. Juilliard gets it. Hmm. Um, this is also good news because um, I uh, we're in rocky terrain. So me being a deep known, I have advantage on stealth checks in here. Oh, that's so. good to know. It oh. is. Cool. Yeah. I mean, my bones cracking as I walk is probably going <laughs> to give me away when I roll really low, but oh, I, I do get bo- to roll twice. Those are your bones? Oh, I thought that was the gravel. I just thought that was the, <laughs> sa- the natural sound of the rocks. Oh, those, that's been your joints this whole time? Jeez, yeah, man. Dartle, I, you need to see a chiropractor. Yeah, Believe me, I, 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 I don't think it's in our <laughs> – I don't think it's in the, the guild health insurance plan. Yeah. Another reason to I'm ignore trying them to right now. sneak around, but I'm arthritic, and the clacking of my j- bones keeps alerting the guards to our location. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that is that made my life. All right. Um, so the only direction we could go going inside that door would be up to the tower that has magma in it. Apparently, let's do it. Well, it sounds like this entrance is probably not going to lead us where we need to go, unless there's some sort of like 
hidden way that we can access the other part of the base. Um, I think maybe we try it, and then if it doesn't work, we just go through the front door. All right, fair enough. All right, who's really strong and can open doors? <sighs> okay. Uh, I mean, there is no door. You don't. You don't. There's. You don't need strength for oh. this. Um. So. Oh. So you're choosing to go through the back door, correct? Yes. yes. Okay. So, um, like I said, it's a small, pretty much just a carved out, like, hole in in the mountain. Um, and you go up this winding staircase. It goes straight up. Um, not for too long, but maybe for like. Fifteen or twenty feet up, and. Uh, the temperature rises as you get higher and higher up, and you reach this small room that Marty McFly already saw and reported back to you. And you see the hole. That's It's big enough for everyone to climb into if you wanted to. And looking at it, you can see it's kind of a, a slide. Oh. Like, it's not just, like, something that you crawl into. It kind of goes... It slopes downward. Um... Nose goes... No, I'm not sending anything living in down there until I know where that slide goes. Um, Aren't you a dragon? Don't you have like heat resistance or something like a like a, an oven mitt? I'm a storm dragon. I have lightning resistance. It's very different. Oh, oh, he doesn't bother me. Everyone roll perception. Everyone roll perception. I thought you were a half elf. Yeah, I'm just a half elf who's really good in the summer. It's called melanin. Um. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a conversation about that later. I don't. Yeah, it's not melanin. I'm I'm blue. Uh, it's a ten. <laughs> ten. Okay. Uh, I also rolled a ten. Okay. Something that makes people purple or things purple is that like anthocyanin. Did, did I you that say was a lack um, of oxygen? Did you say <laughs> trying to play the game, Rob? Did you say deception? <laughs> Perception. No, per- perception. Oh, perception. You're gonna deceive the hole. Randomly, say deception. Darnell uh, tries so to lie two. to the hole. <laughs> it's like, I, it's, I was, oh, I was so confused. Um, so we got another two on the die, and I have minus two to perception. So that's a zero, but not an out. Oh God, you can't see. <laughs> you go blind. Um, so, um, Kitsa and Juilliard, you hear uh, voices at the end of this hole. You can't hear what they're saying. They're too far away. But you can hear that there are people down there. Okay. Don't worry, guys. I've got this. Um, you know how when you're a kid and you're in a tunnel slide, you, like, do that thing where you put your hands on the side to keep yourself going slowly? You yeah. know, so you can, like, you would sit in the slide and have, like, convos with your friends. I, I, mm-hmm. uh, never, I, mean, I never, I've never engaged in, in tunnel slide activity. We didn't, we didn't really I have don't think that I had to... where, uh, where Julia I mean, grew up. Did, I don't know if Dartle had a so ton of friends. I think people thought he was sad. too arrogant. Yeah. Wow. That's... You, you, you guys are really sad sometimes. <laughs> Not all of us have these wonderful, happy childhoods which were spent in a okay. guild. Kids I do us, think you know? I understand what you're saying. Is this kind of like when like a lizard like just like splays out its its hands like in a tunnel so he gets as much traction as possible? Is that kind of okay, what you're yes, about? Okay, yes, that's literally the exact thing that i said oh, i didn't i didn't <laughs> understand Except you just replaced time. a person with a lizard <laughs> do i just need uh, to explain things in terms of like lizards and reptiles can you can uh, you explain it in terms of uh, uh half a okay, millennium so old gnomes imagine too? the thing i just said but if it was a gnome oh yeah okay i, got I you. go down the slide keeping myself slowly inching toward the front okay you're gonna have to pass a 
Uh, let's see. Should this be acrobatics or athletics? Uh, um, I appreciate you do... said alphabetics. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Same for me. I tripped on my word. Um, I think it should be say, charisma. Uh, acrobatics. That's a 12. That's not bad. Okay. Hmm. It's like going down a slide. I feel like I've already established that literal children can do this. Yeah, okay. So here, here's the deal. You do this, but um, you your foot uh, kicks out a rock from under you, and the rock falls in through the through the chute. And you kind of hear the the voices under you kind of perk up and go. Quiet as soon a as bit. I do that, I just like freeze. Okay. Do I hear anything? They, uh, it's quieter. It's not totally quiet, but it is quieter. Mm-hmm. I, um, oof. Sorry, I'm just looking at my spells. There's nothing really that works here for this. I'm just gonna, like, inch my way down slowly until I see something at the opening. So the way that this um is sloped, you can kind of really only see... like the arms of some people below you and pretty much the ground and the arms that you see are uh dressed in black are they looking in the tunnel no they are not okay hmm i didn't really think this through i have no way to communicate this information without (laughs) other people knowing so juliet's gonna like peek his head down the chute and see if like where she is you're peeking down the slide so juliard sees kitsa like being deathly quiet and like holding this position and like so um actually this slide is about 20 feet long so uh depending on how far kitsa has gone you may or may not be able to see her how far have you gone kitsa um i i mean i would have gone as far as i could until i hit that rock so is that like Oh, and you, you being able to see the the ground and the inside, you're pretty much almost all the way down. So, Julia, yeah, you can't I'd say her. like three quarters of the way. Yeah. So I can't see her. I don't hear anything. What can I even do in this scenario? Okay, Dartle, I can't see her anymore. I think you should use Find Familiar and like go track down the tunnel where she went to see what's going on. So uh, the rules for find familiar. Um, how long does it take to find a different familiar? I think well, ten minutes if you cast it as a ritual. Do you think? All right, Juilliard. Yeah. The fly worked out pretty well. We can still use the fly. No, you can't use the Back fly. Up. We can't use the fly. Because I told you that the tunnel is too hot for it. Well, I mean, I feel like I could make it a certain distance. Like you wouldn't just like disintegrate, right? Uh, do you want? Do you want to try it out? Well, I mean, it's it, the other option is we. I could take ten minutes and find a different familiar other than a fly. Well, I think if your fly died, which it did, I think you would have to cast the spell again. Uh, wait, do my do my fly die? I thought I thought I got it back. No, yeah, he got it back. I mean, it burned to death, didn't it? No, that's what you said. I, like, it like burned. No, I said it. It couldn't take the heat, and it came back. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Never mind. So, if I have a living familiar, can I 
switch it in a small amount of time, Hannah? Uh, is I don't think so. I don't think that's how that spell works. Yeah, I think to change the form, it counts as casting it again. And you, I think you... Well, we haven't really been doing, like, spell components. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we were supposed to be doing, but we haven't been. No, right, I, so no, that's fine. Can you hang on? I, I try, I'm going to... Okay, Juilliard, pick me up and put me, like, close to the hole for me, okay? Uh, okay. Juilliard, okay, so I... You want me to just pick you up and hold you just kind of close to the hole? Yeah, but don't don't drop me. Yeah, okay. Cool. I just wanted to make sure that was part of this. Um, yeah. okay. And then I'm going to do some sign language towards Kitsa to see if – because I don't want to speak. how tall Kitsa's are you? You're not over three feet tall, right? Like there's no way that you're going to see no, I, her. I'm about two and a half feet tall. So she's, she's yeah. not going to – can she see me though? Don't she, Doesn't she have dark vision? Yeah. Uh, that's not that's not really the issue. The issue is that the tunnel is very long, and she cannot like you can't see each other. Okay, well, I guess we just hope that she hangs on for ten minutes. <laughs> I okay. If it's gonna take ten minutes, at some point, Kitsa would have probably just continued going down. All right. Um. So I guess that's the plan. All right. I'm gonna cast find She's familiar, and this time I'm gonna find. Uh, is there any, are there any flying creatures that have really Wait, high so heat are you, resistance? Are you waiting for 10 minutes? Because yeah, I am not, because I don't know he's casting it, and I am not going to hold myself <laughs> in place in a slide <laughs> for 10 minutes. Um, so after about, like, three minutes, if the people at the bottom haven't made any noise, I'm just going to burst out of the uh, slide and try and catch them by surprise. Okay, so you fall into the room, and you hit the ground, because you're kind of high up off the ground, and you are immediately jumped onto by a uh, a strong grunt and roll for a strength competition. Okay. I was planning... Oh, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I don't... Wait, with disadvantage, also. It doesn't matter. It can't get worse. Oh, did you get a one? Yeah. Well, okay, so you are now <laughs> held onto by uh, this runs because he rolled the 10 so uh we'll go back I... to juilliard and dartle all right so i am i'm between a quail and a dove right now so did we hear uh, that happen yeah i i would imagine um juilliard you heard her fall and there was a scuffle uh, i will say that a light brouhaha if you will yes yes uh dartle i don't want to uh put you off your game here i'm fairly certain something just went wrong with kitsa so dartle's like halfway through his ritual so he's like his eyes are back in his head and he like like wakes up for a second and he's like oh gosh darn it well let's go then and then you know he's casting a ritual because his accent uh inconsistently flared up again so um well let's let's help her out toss me down toss you down um all right i'll be right behind you excellent all right, so I, I like, okay. So you guys are just uh, sliding down. We're yeeting. You're yeeting yourselves. All right, um, that's the plan. It's yeeting. So you you also fall down this twenty uh, foot rocky shoot slide, and you fall into the room, and you hit the ground because it's a high, again it's a higher altitude than you were thinking, and both of you are also immediately jumped on by uh, two strong grunts and roll for strength competitions with disadvantage. Oh boy! 
Uh, well, I got a nat 20, so I'm not going to be able to use that. Um, okay. <sighs> it had to do disadvantage. Uh, All right, okay, I rolled an 8. God okay, he got 11. So you're being held back, Juilliard. Okay. Uh, my disadvantage gave me a uh, non-natural 1. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, oh man, this person also got a one. Um, so, is he, so, <laughs> so what? What is your modifier for strength? Uh, minus two. Okay. Yeah. So he he's gonna hold on to you because he's a flat zero. Um, so um, you all like, get do what? Oh, well, he, oh he get a net. I just wanted to try an eldritch blast mine in the face. Well, you're being restrained, so I don't. Think I think that, I can. Well, how is he holding us down? How are they holding us down? This matters. Like, they're holding your arms back, basically. Are they in front of me or behind me? They're behind you. Okay. <laughs> so can I just, can I move forward yeah, with what thing. you see yeah. in this room? Okay. Um, so the room that you see in front of you, it makes up what you can tell to be a large portion of uh, this mountain base. And the walls around you, the reason why it's so hot in here is because the walls are dripping with molten rock that are forming small pools of magma on the ground. And there are also lots of people in this room. Most of them are wearing the same uniform that you recognize from your attackers the previous day. But there are two familiar faces in this room. And the first one that you see is Nori, and he is passed out on the other side of the room, being guarded by two grunts. And across the room from him, you see Andy, and she is extremely beat up, and she is being held on her knees by a dragonborn grunt. And everyone in this room is kind of just standing in a circle, centered around a large, strange-looking tree trunk situated in the center of the room. And the, the tree trunk is very tall. It stands taller than anyone else in the room. And at the top, there are branches that kind of wire around themselves, and it's made to hold something large and round. And next to this trunk stands a tall fire genasi, and he is decked out in a fancier garb than anyone else who is surrounding him. And there is a, a bright fire that glows on top of his head, as genasi do. And he sees the three of you, and he says, Ah, our three deliverers. Welcome. You've arrived just in time. And he uh, waves his hand, and everyone roll a deck saving throw. Why? Why? Can't I roll <laughs> Because I hate today. you. Because I hate you. No, I rolled a one again on a different die. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is so, Hannah, a solid seven. Re- remember when yes. you said last episode that you're like, oh, are you cheating on your rolls? I want you to know that I'm also looking at a natural one right now. And I just <laughs> want it, the record to reflect that I could have lied and said, oh, no, I got some BS number. No, nope, I trust you. Natural one. I trust you. Okay. Um, I am carrying the party with a solid seven. I haven't rolled. Um, that's the best roll of this campaign or this uh, session for me, though. Okay. So a seven, a one, and Kitsa, what did you get? I also got a one. All right. So um, we just die okay. here. That's <laughs> no, how this ends. Um, Unceremoniously. <laughs> no. So he, he waves his hand, and tall pillars of fire just shoot up from the ground around all three of you, and... 
Kitza and um, Juilliard take two points of fire damage because you were kind of in the way. Yeah. Oh, that's only one point for me. Ha ha ha. Oh, because you're resistant? Yep. Um, also, I'm assuming... Okay, so, like, if the fire pillars came up, like, around us and, like, near enough for us to hurt us, then surely they also hit the people restraining us. Uh, they backed away... They were, knew what was about to happen, so they backed away in time. Oh. So are we not restrained, then? Yes, but you're also trapped in in these fire pillars. Oh, it was wasn't like a temporary thing, like a Vegas show effect. No, it's, it's like, like it's it's a trap. Oh, <laughs> it's a trap. Right, it's a trap. Where, hey guys, we have them right startled. where we want them, guys. This is exactly where we thrive and complete. Do I have so, an option to do something, or are we still in the cutscene? <laughs> um, you can. What do you want to do? Dart looks towards Kitsa and goes, "It's a trap." That's it. Yeah, I figured that. Um. <laughs> I just want to cast Shatter. On what? On, I don't know, a large group of the people. Ideally with the, the one man, Fire Janazi evil dude. Um, He's kind of far away from you. It's What's the range? It's, hold on. I just realized the reason why I can't find any of my spells is because I put my phone back in Spanish and the spellbook app is also in Spanish and I don't know how to say shatter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I found it. The range is 60 feet. Okay. Um, I think he would be just outside of that, unfortunately. Can I just um, get some of the cultists then? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, Roll the hit. Oh, no, it's everyone needs to make a con save. It's a 10-foot radius sphere. Oh, God, okay. Um, con save. Oh, God, that's a two. So, how many people do I get? Uh, we'll say three. Three? Yeah. Ten-foot radius they're, they're sphere? All, they're all spread out around this circle of room. This giant big room this circle. Room? How huh? big? It's how the big base of a mountain. I don't know how much they've carved out. <laughs> I said it takes up the entire base of the mountain. Oh, I did not pay attention at that part. <laughs> but that could uh, be okay, so cool. Okay, entire base. So th- this mountain is one room that goes to a tower into a chute, which leads into a carved out center of the entire mountain. That's D and D, baby. What kind of? Who's that? How did the, the architect design? From? Also, okay. like. Seriously, the structural integrity <laughs> of this place, like the weight of the rock up there, I mean... How do they get the tree in here? This is some really nice... Juilliard's saying this out loud, by the way. This is some really <laughs> yeah. impressive masonry <laughs> and gardening that you guys going on here. Okay, Juilliard's so... Got this, 15, like, it's 15 damage. Oh, okay, it's 15 damage. Yep. Um, so, the fire genasi in the middle of the room, he uses... Uh, what is What is the spell that makes your voice louder? Thaumaturgy. 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 Oh. He, he uses thaumaturgy to make his voice boom. Voice boom. And he says, silence. And everyone in the room just fucking is silent. Uh, he says, my name is Eltsloka. I am a priest of the Church of Pain, god of tyranny and strife. Those who wear our symbol are worshippers of him. All things we do, we do in his name. With the wood of the trunk of this tree, grown in the garden of a powerful djinn, and the precious tarbal tea that you have so graciously delivered to us, we will be able to harness the edges of the elemental plane 
and reign over this land with a black hand. And when he says black hand, every single one of the cultists all raise one of their hands and their palms are painted black. From the sidelines, the small dwarven fighter that you recognize as one of the people you battled the previous day uh, reveals Tarbolti from the side of the room and it is glowing that ever familiar white glow that you know it to. And he brings it over to Eld's Loga who takes it from him. And when the orb falls into Eld's Loga's hands, it does something that you've never seen it do before. It turns into a deep red color. And he lifts the orb up into the air and it levitates towards the tree trunk. And the wiry branches at the top of this trunk begin to react and reach for the orb. And the orb gets pulled into the top of this trunk podium thing. Then Eld's Loga turns to the two guards who are by Nori, and he nods to them, and they grab Nori by the arms, and this shakes Nori awake, and uh, he starts looking around wildly, and he goes, what, what, where am I? And then he sees you three across the room, and he says, guys? Uh, hi, Nori. Sorry that this is happening right now. I don't really know what's going on either. Just be brave, kid. It'll be okay. Is he wearing my cloak, by the way? Uh, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Okay, he's going to be just fine. That thing heals for one HP per combat round. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to figure it out. Um, it's, it's just going to take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so then Eld's Loga turns to the grunt that is holding Andy and nods to him. And uh, this grunt pulls her up to her feet, and uh, she begins to struggle against him as they walk toward this tree trunk. Eldsloga approaches the tree trunk, and uh, he places his hand on it. And from his hand comes a single strand of red light that stretches up the side of the trunk and illuminates some of the branches holding onto the orb. And uh, red light from those branches starts to seep into the orb. And then Nori gets plopped next to Eld's Loga, clearly very scared. And Eld's Loga looks down at him and he smiles and says, No need to be afraid now, child. And Eld's Loga, with his free hand, gently takes one of Nori's hands and places it on the trunk. And a strand of blue light raises from Nori's hand and imitates the red strand from before. A few branches on top illuminate the blue and blue light seeps into the orb. After that, Andy gets shoved down to the other side of Eld's Loga at the base of the tree, and she looks at him with complete spite, and she says, You can't do this. You're going to kill us all. My dear, it is already done. The guard kind of shoves her again, and she says, I won't do it. Then your deliverers will die. And the guards who are standing around the three of you all uh, draw weapons, and it is like, it's no contest. There are at least a dozen of them. Um, are we stuck in the these pillars? Like, are we restrained? You're not, you're not restrained, but yes, these pillars, like, surround you. You can't really get out of them without bossing yourself horribly. Yeah, pretty much. And so, are these guards on the outside of these pillars, then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Like, if they were ordered to, they would be able to throw all of their weapons at you with force. Oh, but the, 
like through the fire. Yeah, basically. Um, hmm. So, continuing on, she she looks at the three of you and she says, "Wait, wait, fine, wait." I don't, I don't want to live if it means the world is going to die. Yeah, what's the point of all this anyway? Like, oh, we're going to kill the whole world so we can rule the, rule the whole world. Like, what is there to gain? Like, oh, yeah, look at this big empty plane of dead things that I rule over. Like, he, Juilliard, like, turns to the crowds of soldiers around him. He's like, like what, like, what do you get out of this? Like, is this just, like, some fan club because you're edgy and want to wear black? You're like, oh, God of Destruction, that's my dude. But, like, think about the implications of the organization you're joining. Like, you're just pawns to destroy the world. Like, what does that get for you guys? You guys probably don't even have a water cooler in your break room. Like, you guys, does this, do you like working here? Why, like, what, is there anything in it for it at all for you guys? Like, come on. One of the ones in the back responds, all things we do we do in the name of Bane. We live for the god of darkness. That's what I uh, thought you'd say, you stupid fucking cultist. <laughs> corporations, um, man, I'll tell you. Remember, kids, no, uh, if the choice is religion or drugs, just choose drugs. Just don't. Like, if you need a way to cope. Uh, that's. Maybe, mm, I, maybe we. Okay. Uh, this is not the stance of guilt, fellas, just so everybody knows. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. No, they're stupid enough okay, to be in a cult. Seriously, fuck like these a, guys. They don't think for themselves. Don't be like them, kids. There's a lot of tangents I should go on here, but we're not going to because this is a podcast for entertainment. But <laughs> I want to say that uh, Kitsa just wants to like try and catch eyes with Andy, like pleading her not to do what she's going to do. She meets your eyes, Kitsa, but Kitsa's crying. Just cries on command. <laughs> she's, I mean, oh she's God. actually feeling that. Okay, well, it's not like a, a kids are just instantly crying, but like, you know, thinking of the implications that someone is trying to save her life, and as a result, other people might be hurt, and it's very much an impossible decision, and she knows that. But Kitsa doesn't want to be that reason, even though she knows Andy's probably going to make that choice because of who Andy is as a person. You know, she's not just gonna, we don't trade lives, kind of thing. You know. Right, yeah. Um, she, yeah, she meets eyes with you, and you see in her eyes, like, she has gone through a, a world of pain within the past few hours, and she, she gets a little bit of resolve, and she says again, I won't do it. The guard from behind her says, I'm tired of waiting, and he grabs her hand, and he shoves it on the tree for her, basically. Mm-hmm. And with her hand, a green strand of light raises from her hand, imitating the previous two. And then the branches do the same thing. At the top, they illuminate green, and green light seeps into the orb. And then one last person approaches the trunk of the tree. It is a tall Azamar in, in the cult uniform, and he stands opposite of Eld's Loga, with the back, with his back facing the three of you, and he places his hand on the trunk, and finally, the the gray strand of light winds up the trunk and illuminates the last few branches holding onto the orb, and gray light seeps inside of it. Now, surrounded by these illuminated branches, Tarbulti lights up with the four colors of the trunk, and the colors inside of it twist and spin around each other, faster and faster and faster until flash. The room explodes with a flash of white light. Everyone is thrown onto the ground, including yourselves. As the light dies and you start to come to, 
you see the only person in the room standing is Eld's Loka. He is approaching what used to be the tree trunk, but is now something completely different. Floating in the center of the room is a beautiful staff. The wood of the handle is black with strands of gold spiraling around it. And on top, all of that remains of Tarbolti is a beautifully carved polyhedron glimmering in that same familiar white. And on the ground in the immediate vicinity, Andy, Nori, and Asmar are all nearly unconscious. And Eld's Loga says, Finally, in the name of the Black Hand, it is mine. And he grabs it, and the gem on top turns red, and he is imbued with a powerful magic. And he turns to the three of you after he has grabbed this staff, and he says, I must give you my personal thanks. And everyone roll deck saving throws again. Hmm. This seems like a shitty way to say thank you. Yeah, I'm going to use the dice that uh, hasn't been fucking me this entire campaign. All of these dice have been fucking me up. Oh, wait, I have another one over here. Goodness, are you kidding me? This is why... See, that's a 16, which is better than all my other rolls. Okay. This is why you carry four sets of dice. (laughs) Um, I got a... You got to find the d20 that doesn't hate you. I got a non-natural 20. Okay. My real problem is that the periwinkle kits of dice are the ones that roll the shittiest, but I keep rolling them because they're periwinkle. Darta, what did you get? I got a three. I have rolled on the die so far. Two, two, six, two. This is that's that's finale rolls, baby. Um, <laughs> so first, is this Rob's fault? Who was the one that jinxed us? Somebody jinxed us. I feel like it's Rob. I I don't remember. Probably, honestly. First, he raises the staff and points it at you, Dartle, and. The top turns, uh, the, the gem on the top turns the same stormy gray from the Azimar, and suddenly you're being swept into a small cyclone, and you are unable to move. You are just being thrown about. And next, he points it at you, Kitsa, and the top turns green. And suddenly, you're being raised from the ground by a pillar of rock. At the top, there forms a circle of stalagmites meant to keep you inside, but uh, to keep you inside, but since you saved your dex roll, you are on the outside of them. You do not get trapped on, on the inside, okay. but you're still raised up however many feet that is. And lastly, he points it at you, Juilliard, and the top turns blue. And suddenly, you're being swirled into a sphere of water. You are unable to breathe for a moment, but since you saved your dex roll, you are able to swim to the top for air so you can breathe, but you are still pretty unable to move because it is such a strong force. So for a moment, all of you are trapped. You are stuck by these worldly elements and all of the grunts in the room that are starting to get up off of their feet begin to meander towards Eld's Loga in the center of the room and do a ritual with him in the name of Bane. And after a moment, Juilliard, you hear a small pst. And uh, you turn yourself around in the water and you see Nori below you. And he has created a a tunnel in this sphere of water. And he says, come this way. I I can't hold it very long. Hurry. Okay. So Juilliard swims toward him, um, swims through the tunnel. And I imagine escapes from the water swirl. Yeah. So uh, with Nori's help, you're able to worm yourself free of this water sphere. And Nori looks up to you and he says, what do we do? Okay. Uh, 
Juilliard like kneels down to him, so he's like eye to eye. Um, so Kitza is on the outside of a raised pillar, if I remember correctly, and then Dartle yeah. is in, in a cyclone. In a cyclone. Okay. Um, Nori, are you able to climb up and help Kitza? Uh, maybe. Let me check what uh, my climbing skills are really quick. Um, <laughs> Would I'm, you be able to bad, break her I fall guess. with water? Oh, maybe. That's a good idea. Okay. You try I to, think so. You try to get that done. I'm going to try to lasso Dartle out of this wind stream. Okay. Got it. I'll do my best. And uh, we uh, will we'll follow Nori for a second. He runs over to Kitsa and he looks up to you, Kitsa, and he says, Kitsa, I'll catch you. Um, I, I don't want to be rude, but I'm kind of like, well, I guess I'm not that much taller than you, but are you, are you like strong enough for that? Oh, no, 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 with water. I'll, I'll, I'll create some water and you can jump into it. Oh, okay. Um, I trust fall. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, pulls some of the water from the sphere and he is able to get you in it and you drop down harmlessly. And now Juilliard will, will follow you over to Dartle. Okay. Um... So I, I need a little bit of description on the wind stream. Is it just, like, a singular, like, pillar of wind that he's, like, suspended in? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to try something risky. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to try to, like, get a running start and, like, dive in and, like, basically, like, tackle him out of the wind stream. Okay. Um. um okay. Yeah. Uh, what else? Is that it? Yeah, basically that's it. Is if if I can like if I can reach him and I can like jump straight into him, my horizontal momentum will be like okay um, greater than the vertical roll, momentum. Yeah, roll for dexterity. Okay, I'm rolling the big dice. This dice has messed me up before. Let's see if it works. Uh, I think that'll do. Okay, that is. Oh yeah, that'll definitely do. Okay, I've got plus six to dex. Oh wait, no, that's for saving oh, throws. Yeah. Never, that was that never run. That's for saving throws, not for normal oh, dex. Um, okay, so that's a sixteen then. Okay, yeah. So you, um, that does it. You're able to run and jump through, and you don't hit exactly where you meant to aim, but um, you're it's enough to tackle him out of the cyclone, and you're now all free. Excellent. All right. Thank you. Sorry about the rough landing, Darnell. Mm-hmm. No problem at all, man. I was getting, I wasn't loving Psycho, man. It was that was rough. Where is Andy right now? She is still uh, knocked out by the tree trunk. She was super weak. She could not. She with the blast from the orb and with her weakness from before, she is just out. Yeah, I would. As soon as I safely got down from Nori, I would probably be running over toward Andy. Okay, well, that's pretty much where all the cultists are. Um, they're all kind of back in the middle of the room with El's Loga, and so are you still going to try to do that? Oh. Are they, like, mm. kneeling down? I guess, like, can I roll inside to see if, like, they are, like, locked into this ritual? Because, like, some rituals I know in certain canons, like, you can't interrupt or else they'll fail. So, well, like, yeah, so you, like, I, I, I'll tell you this, like, as you're moving around, they do not seem very concerned with you. They're not very concerned about you. Um, they're like, if you're, you're moving around and you're escaping, like they're not doing anything about it. Um, 
So Juilliard calls to Kitsa. We should target Eld's logo because it doesn't seem like the cultists can stop their ritual. Okay. Also, have any of the cultists died at any point today? No. Huh. You hit some of okay. them, but th- none of them have died. Gotcha. Okay. Um. It's unfortunate because I can animate the dead like the minute we kill one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um. I mean, I, I have Eldritch Blast. That's what I do. Oh, wait. Are, are we going for the big guy? Is that what you want to do? Um, y- I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think Juilliard's going to try to rush him and grab his staff from him. You start to run up behind him, and he turns around, and he faces you, and he says, <laughs> You think you can defeat me with this ultimate weapon? You are outnumbered thousands to one. And as he says that, a blue portal opens up in the side of the room and you can see inside this portal you see the inside of the guild and inside this portal you see all of your fellow guild members and leading them in the charge is Arwen and they charge inside and they all start attacking they all start attacking these cultists in the middle of the room and they all start to engage uh, in hand-to-hand combat or magic-to-magic combat He looks over at them, and he does not seem concerned, and he says, No matter. They are but ants. However, I must give you a token of my gratitude. A chance to be united with the one true deity. To rule over Faerun. The Dark One. The Black Hand. The Lord of Darkness. Lord Bane. Everyone roll for initiative. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.